to another episode. I've got my friend in the building back again. Dave, how you doing, man? Um, oh, man. You know how I'm doing. That's good. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know the vibes alone. Like, you know, another game week has come. It has gone. Um, yeah. What a blank game week. Um, I think it was like, quite frankly, blank game week should be the name because there were blanks everywhere. <laughs> like, every goddamn way. Yeah. This game week for me, man. For real. Like, yeah. nothing. For the last couple of game weeks, you know, um, it's just not been going my way. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's elections or it's Sterling freaking missing of penalties. <laughs> yeah, that one, that <laughs> one was just the most disappointing part of it, I think. Sterling missing, like, if Sterling had just scored that thing, like, Bru- uh, KDB yeah. would have had points. <laughs> Yep. Safe, safely um, there were a lot of points everywhere I think for guys with yep. KDB and yep. it just and as a result of him coming on late mm-hmm. yeah I missed on Michelle points mm-hmm. and that sucks everyone has Michelle points because uh, Terrence didn't play mm-hmm. but I guess that's not like to get the green shape yeah. whether or not he played yeah, yeah, it's true actually because I think you have Mitchell on the on the bench. That's why, and that's like eight points that you are not going yeah. to get, which <laughs> which is unfortunate. Um, but I mean, Sterling, man, that minus one just didn't make any sense. Like, just anyways. Yeah. I feel like it's just both of us that really had it. Yeah, like, overall, yeah, yeah. Because Sterling was, and that's the thing about Sterling, right? I was hoping he'd be a differential in this kind of game week. He's playing Brighton. Um, you know, Sterling is Sterling. You know, so. I think I think that's the answer Sterling. I think it's done. I think it's done. Like yeah. quite frankly, this season he has underperformed, if we're being honest. Um and I feel like this was yeah. one of those game weeks that could be like, okay, Sterling, this is the one that you use to recover. <laughs> but yeah, you don't pick points on Sterling. Uh, Minus one, fantastic. Exactly. I think at that point it's just like, yeah, it's okay. Goodbye. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that I guess that's the end of that for me. Uh, for me though, I had a decent game week, not the best, but decent. I'd say. Um, obviously, yeah. Captain KDB disappointed, but um, in defense, I had clean sheets everywhere in my defense. Um, I had yeah, obviously I DDG. I had Holding. I had Stones and Mitchell as well. If I had known this was how this was going to go, I would have played five defenders. Uh, yeah. I think that would have been the best strategy for this game week. Five defenders, there was clean sheets in the expected places. Um, the strikers mm-hmm. did not do what they needed to do, um, mm-hmm. but it is what it is. All right, short game week, so let's just roll through it. Uh, Sheffield won, Newcastle nil. Uh, interesting thing to mention here, this is Sheffield's first clean sheet of the season. Very first clean sheet of the season. So... They, they really played very well in that game. I watched that game because I had to make up to the standards. Yeah. Um, even though I, I think the, the penalty was sort of BS. Yeah. Um, just because he couldn't really control himself when mm-hmm. the ball was moved the way it was. With, you know, they were both, uh, it was both a physical toggle, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. Mm-hmm. The point being, apart from my thoughts, <laughs> yeah. point being, I, I saw the game and Sheffield played really well, even before the red card for mm-hmm. Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Which I also think is another BS, yeah. but whatever. Yeah, I, I was uh, disappointed too on uh, on Newcastle, like the way they set up, like they had five defenders against Sheffield. That was like, to yeah. me, it didn't make sense. Yeah. yeah, but that's how they set up all series, right? Yeah. Well, not all series, but in the recent, like, 
Vikings. Yeah, that's very, when they go to. But even then, like, it's Sheffield. Like, if, if we're being honest, it's Sheffield. Nah. You know what I'm saying? So I was hoping nah. they'd come out and attack it. But, I mean, that's what a while I was like, you know what? I'm not going to touch Newcastle just in case they do something like that. And it turns out that that's what they did. So I left that game alone and I'm thankful that I did. Um, goals from Billy Sharp. Um, and I think he, uh, the assist, obviously there was no assist because the, it was a handball from Fernandez. Um, so no assist in that right. one. Uh, the next game. Burnley nil, Manchester United won. Um, again, one of the things I was worried about with Manu, I thought that they would go for it um, because it was an opportunity to go top of the league, which they are now. Yeah. Um, goals from Pogba and assists from Rashford. Um, I removed Rashford and opted for Martial, thinking that Martial mm-hmm. will start as a striker. Turns out that Cavani came on and Martial was um, on the left wing. So it was Cavani to strike. So that yeah. is it for me with Manu guys in general as well. <laughs> let me let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. That is it for me with Martial because I still have Rashford for the double game week alongside Bruno. So and I'm also thankful that I didn't listen to Bruno last week and Captain. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, it wasn't all that much of a damage only yeah. because. That De Bruyne did not go Do off, right? But De Bruyne was more likely to have gone off because he really should have gotten oh, yeah. another goal or assist, depending on how mm-hmm. you look at it. Like, again, we'll get to that in a second. But, you know, yeah. Bruno in this one was muted. And I think it's one of the few times that Bruno was muted. And he also got a yellow card too. So only two points, mm-hmm. um, which was, mm-hmm. I mean, not much, but a great um, situation. Putting DDG in goal, I was hoping that he would have saves. He didn't have, he didn't even have to make any save at all. He was, he was just bored the entire game. Yeah. He was bored yeah, the whole time. Right, this is one of those anti-game weeks where uh, just looking at the scoreline, it's just, this should have been obvious to mm-hmm. stock up Mario and Martinez defenders, to yeah. be honest. Like, um, I think that was what the strategy Sydney used and it was, it was really legit because um, right now, I know for a fact that Man City is not trying to concede. So, mm. Yeah, so double double Man City defenders was actually my original strategy, um, and I think he had uh, two Man U defenders as well, which is something that um, I think made sense, and that's something I was gonna do as well. But I feel like for the price, um, you could get cheap Arsenal defenders instead. Right, you're right, right. Which of course worked out as well. So mm-hmm. It just shows that clean sheets, the 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 concept of clean sheets are fucking league. Exactly. Basically. Exactly. And I think also something to that I think maybe in hindsight now it's obviously as you say easier to look back in hindsight. But the closeness of the games to each other made sure that people weren't really that available to even like go all out. People were just like almost trying to finish. If you saw KDB at the end of the game, like he was struggling to finish with the last couple of minutes. Uh, he was just like waltzing through, he was playing deeper because he just couldn't run anymore. But and I think you know, things like that. Speaking of KDB, of course, uh, oh actually, oops, I'm off by one game. Um Wolves won, Everton two. Uh our boy Iwobi uh finally scored. I don't think he has scored all season. Uh yeah, first goal of the season in the Premier League. Yes, his first goal. Um yeah, so Iwobi scored in that game. Michael Keane scored and uh, Ruben Neves also scored on the Wolves side. Assist from Luca Dean, who just is an assist machine, quite frankly, uh, on the left flank. This is his sixth assist of the season already. And Andre Gomez with another assist and eight Nuri on the Wolves side. So Everton back in the game um, and doing decently in terms of scoring, uh, especially mm-hmm. without Calvert-Lewin. Um, the next game of the game week, Manchester City. Oh, wait, before I go on, you know, we have to drop it. Put this agenda once again. I was going to be like, okay, I'm just going to hold up. Is this guy, Abby, 
is eager to mention Pudens here, yeah, but again, Pudens' agenda is still agending. Um, Manchester City won. <laughs> Manchester City won. Brighton nil. Um, the game that we kept talking about. Um, goal from Foden and an assist from Kevin De Bruyne. Um, again, even that one too was a pretty disappointing game to to be on the point side of. I think Manchester City yeah. should have won with a more convincing scoreline, but um, it's one of those. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Like it's almost like okay, you want to make Man City, you know, forward a differential, but then you really can't because mm-hmm. they're proving time and time again that they don't really want to give you that confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, Foden is one guy that somehow is managing to actually, you know, get you know the output in mm-hmm. terms of goals mm-hmm. and and whatnot. But that's if he plays, right? Mm-hmm. So. Uh, because I remember there was a time in the beginning of the season that uh, I know people got on foot and train, yeah. but it derailed very quick because, you know, he's not he's a playing. starter. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but, you know, it seems to be starting again. So it's like, uh, but for me personally, I'm I'm just done. If it's not KDB, I'm not even going to bother. Yeah. And I didn't, at this moment, I don't even know if KDB is a worthy captain right now. He can go off in any game, mm-hmm. you know, in go off because we watched the game. You know, he gets the chances. He gets chances, yeah. So assist, everything, right? But, you know, it's not just happening, yeah. you know? And Matthew is proving that they are ready for clean sheets this year. So, so you might as well take your clean sheets and move on. Exactly. KDB double up on Matthew's defense and you're good. Yep. That's how I see it. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I think I'm with you on that one. I think that's what just what you have to do. Take Man City clean sheets, move on with your life. If you can even triple up, because obviously stones is now so cheap. Um at five point yeah. zero, take six stones, take Diaz or take stones and um Cancelo and move on. Or if you want to also go Ederson, if you know, do that and move yeah. on. Um KDB is not even doing a lot that's worth like risking or losing points for. Um, but it is what it is. Um he may score a lot in the next game, obviously double game to come, but uh, but he may also just go another game away, just one assist, which is just frustrating. Spurs won, Fulham won. Um, goal from Harry Kane again, a wonderful diving header, and then and, mm-hmm. a, and a goal from Cavaliero on the Fulham side. Um, keep in mind that Cavaliero is registered as a midfielder at five point three, but he actually plays as a striker for Fulham, which is weird and interesting mm-hmm. to look at. Um, the other thing too to mention is that Fulham has improved significantly in yeah. defense, and I remember even you and I were talking about this offline where. Fulham just plays better defensively now that like yeah, you, you, you can't right. even captain players against Fulham anymore. Bro, yeah, I mean, they've made it very clear. I had my captain on Kane for a little bit and I was like, yeah, no, these Fulham guys have, have, have beaten me a couple of times already with Liverpool and uh, I think one other thing. So, yeah. yeah, I took it off. Yeah. You know, um, because they, they really have improved. They were one of the guys hyping down for irrigation early. Mm-hmm. Fulham on the way to yeah, but yeah, that's out the window now. Yeah, it doesn't, it's, yeah. Not, it's not even worth it. Just, just like relax and move on from them. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, on the Spurs side, um, Dyer took a free kick again, even though Kane was on the field. And I'm, I'm like, keep being surprised by how they are letting Dyer take free kicks from dangerous positions when like Harry Kane is on the field. Um, but yeah. something weird there. But of course, Regulon, um, at five point seven provided the assist for Harry Kane. I think Regulon, when he plays, just provides a different 
dimension for Spurs as an outlet for crosses and what have you. Like, yeah, yeah that that cross that he provided was like DHL service. I think someone said that in the group. Like, literally, <laughs> Hurricane just had to put his head there. He didn't have to do too much. You have to stretch too much. Just like big point delivery. Uh, but yeah, yeah, and we love it. it. Landed very right, but like Bruh. literally, Bruh. he just made it look a bit fancier with the with the diving header, which looked nice. But that cross it was it was too beautiful, was too beautiful. I won't lie. Arsenal nil, Crystal Palace nil. Uh, no goals, of course. Uh, bonus points for Guaita, who had four saves. Two bonus points for Mitchell at three point nine. That's right, three point nine playing um, currently on the left side of Crystal Palace's defense. Even if you don't want him at three point nine, that's just. I mean, if you have three point nine and playing, that's just excellent value. Uh, you might as well just go grab him and leave him on your bench if you don't want to play him. But you know, bench boost is coming, so you might. Just want to use him. Um, and then, of course, last bonus points went to uh, two to Bellerin as well uh, on the Arsenal side at 5.1. That rounded out game week 18. Uh, blank game week, barely any strike or attack points. But, of course, clean sheets abundant. Lots of <laughs> clean sheets everywhere. All right. Crazy. So now we move into the double game week. I think this is the first official double game week of this season. And uh, then... Do you have your yeah. strategy ready? Bro, I, I thought I did until, until the, you know, the FPL gods decided that I didn't, you know. And <laughs> because yeah. I started preparing for this thing like like four weeks ago. Yeah. No kidding. I was looking to have my entire team, including the bench, wow. play double game with wow. every single place. Yeah. And I was on route for it, mm-hmm. you know. And everything was perfect up until it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, so that was my goal. My goal is to get every single, uh, all 15 players playing double game week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and it was good. Uh, I started with injuries, which I, I happened to sort of recover from. Uh, but then Leeds, Southampton got called off. Yeah. And I literally have years. Yeah, so the Southampton... Yes. Yeah. So, so interestingly, it was interesting too because I wanted to buy a uh, Leeds defender, uh, Alioski, as my as my mm-hmm. like. I wanted to buy him to um, cover on my defense, but then as you mm-hmm. as you rightly mentioned, the Southampton Leeds game has been called off because Southampton now needs to play an FA Cup game in the game week. Um, on the Southampton front as well, Ings is also likely to miss the game to Leicester. So, quite right. frankly, um, there's a lot going on with Southampton that you want to be aware of if you have Southampton players. Um, and or, or if you have Danny Ings as well. Um, so Leeds now no longer have a double game week. Struik, who is the 3.9 defender that is also playing um, in Leeds, who would have had a double game week, is now also likely to not play because Liam Cooper is now available again. So a lot has <laughs> changed in the last couple of days um, yeah. due to this stuff. Very and I've had, I, you know, I've had three lead players. I wanted to get rid of one. I didn't because, mm-hmm. of course. Um, and then, to add insult of injury, bro, I went and got Adams for um, Carver Lowen because, she you Adams. know, Adams is playing uh, double B. Yeah. And behold, he <laughs> not anymore. And it's like, oh, fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, um, so right now, at this very moment, mm-hmm. um, Probably just gonna still use my bench boost, yeah. uh, just because uh, Leeds do have a, a, a pretty decent matchup 
you know, with Brighton. Brighton, yeah. yeah. And I think I think Leeds will win that one too. I think Leeds will just come out uh, all out attack. Initially, the good thing about this, yeah, the thing that's pinning me now was I was actually going to go for a punt. I was going to captain um, Bamford because uh, they were playing uh, what's Brighton and who was the other team again? Uh, Southampton. <laughs> I felt like Bamford at least would would maybe Pepe Brighton and then maybe score one or assist one in the Southampton game. So I was actually going to captain Bamford in this game week. Um, wow, that, that would have been a good point. Yeah, I mean, why not, right? Like, I, I don't think a lot of people will captain Bamford in this kind of game week, so... No, man. people are going to go for the usual suspects who actually have tough pictures. Yep. So you know, at this point, throw it, it's one of there. the. So now um, I'm now reviewing another potential strategy, but uh, I mean, we'll get to that in a second. Um, mm-hmm. The quick thing to also uh, note is the Aston Villa game has been uh, changed somewhat. So before Aston Villa was playing Everton and Manchester City, which in my mind was a difficult ish double game week with Manchester City and Everton but Aston Villa's game has now been changed their double game week to Manchester City and uh, Newcastle so now they play Newcastle at home and Manchester City away and that is very frustrating for me as well because my options were Adams or mm. Watkins Watkins would have been better <laughs> and you know because of course Watkins was playing tough games mm-hmm. um, Adams you know was on the uh, I think on a better attacking team personally, and mm-hmm. it's had one easier fixture. Mm-hmm. Now I'm stuck with him because, of course, I'm not going to lose four points for that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is looking good for Aston Villa right now. Mm-hmm. In our second game week, uh, I, mean, I know people are really about the Aston Villa defenders. Mm-hmm. That's going to come through, I think. Yeah. So that's going to be an interesting one. Um, in terms of players, I am trying to bring in. I'm bringing in Emil Smith Rowe for um, Oreo Romeo, uh, which in my mind was a disappointment because I think Romeo has a double game week. But um, you know, at least no, he no longer has a double game week. Sorry, I should say. Um, and a four point four, a four point four Emil Smith Rowe is just. Oh, and he's actually changed to four point five. I think he went up yesterday. Um, Emil Smith Rowe mm-hmm. is now at four point five. Is the number ten for Arsenal? I think, you know, playing Newcastle is better than having Romeo as your last player on the bench. And I'm also mm-hmm. going to bring in Matt Target, but my worry is he's on four yellow cards. If he gets another one in the Man City game, he cannot play the Newcastle game. So mm-hmm. I'm worried. Yeah, in in non uh, double week uh, players. Sorry, what did you say? Why are you bringing in players that are not uh, playing double game week? So- so I, the only reason why I brought Smith Rowe is, is 4.4 and I was training a 4.5 player. And then, oh. um, yeah, so that's why, because he's 4.4. So it doesn't, I can't really get any um, double game week player that's 4.5 right now mm-hmm. that is playing. Um, <laughs> the only person I could have brought in was uh, maybe, um, what's his name? Suchek at 5.3 now, but he was too far yeah. in price if I'm going to change um, Smith Rowe and Jamal Lewis from Newcastle, who's not playing. Um, the rest okay. of my players I'm happy with. Like, I mean, I'm going to walk mm-hmm. through my entire 11 in a second, but like my entire team otherwise was fine. And I didn't want to lose more than four to change it um, and make sure everybody was playing. So um, yeah, so that's what the why. If not, I'll have gotten someone higher than Smith Rowe. And Arsenal mm-hmm. playing Newcastle, I think they should be fine. I think that's going to be a good enough game week for a bench player. Keep in mind also going forward, um, obviously, once you finish the double game, we have to resume back to regular um, players, right? And I don't want to have to wildcard out of my double game team. I don't want to have to. If I do it, I would like it, but I don't want to have to. So that's part of why. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. So let's just do a quick walkthrough fixtures, and then obviously we'll come back to maybe a strategy. So uh, first game of the game week will be Wolves, Brom, Leeds, Brighton play next, West Ham, Burnley, 
Fulham, Chelsea, Leicester, Southampton, Sheffield, Spurs, Liverpool, Man U, Man City, Crystal Palace, Arsenal, Newcastle, West Ham against West Brom, Leicester, Chelsea, which is a tough one, uh, Man City, Aston Villa, Fulham, Man U, Liverpool, Burnley, and the last game of the game week, Aston Villa against Newcastle before the next game week starts again on the Tuesday. So um, I'm going to... I think I'm going to start. I like the Bielsa move I did last game week because, I mean, it was so fun and I'm going to do it again this game week. So, all right. I see that you're hitting my body, man. Once you set up your team, and you're just done with it. Like, see, whatever happens at this point, I've closed my eyes. All right. So, my uh, starting 15, because this is not an 11, this is going to be a bench boost game week for me. I've got Martinez in goal. Um, that is my number one goalkeeper going forward, unless Melee continues to pro- provide miracles. Uh, I've got Kufal, Cancelo, Mount Target. I've got El Ghazi, Captain Salah, Fernandez as my vice captain, Rashford, Vardy, Bamford, and Kane. On my bench, everybody playing Melier against Brighton, Dyer against Sheffield, Emil Smith Rowe against Newcastle, and Rob Holding against Newcastle. That is going to be my starting 15 for my double game week. Oh. I see now why uh, you don't mind. You didn't mind bringing in a player that wasn't playing double game because yep. uh, Arsenal is supposed to do pretty decent in the Newcastle game. Yes, and they are very cheap. The players I have from Arsenal: Smith Rowe, four point five; Rob Holding, four point five. And keep in mind going forward, I want my bench to be as cheap as possible, but still play. So. Um, yeah, so that's why I'm also going to change Dyer to Stones the game week after because I'm now going to just double down on uh, Manchester City defence and just stick with it and only keep changing my forwards going forward. Um, so that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Um, as for me, uh, my bench has Millie, Harrison, Bamford and Adams. Um, you know, and that's going to be where my bench boost comes from. Everybody else it's playing a double game week except for Kane and Son. So, mm. um, yeah, I, I really, it's a, it's, a, it's a real, real downer for me because mm-hmm. uh, I, re- I really worked through this and as a result, you know, I was looking forward to a really big game week. But, so, mm-hmm. this first game, uh, probably most likely going to use my bench with as well mm-hmm. uh, just because I don't miss out on, um, uh, on Leeds having a very, very good game against Mm-hmm. Uh, Brighton. Yeah. Uh, um, but that's that's pretty much it. I don't know for sure who's gonna be my captain, but probably gonna be Salah. But just because, yeah, mm-hmm. I was thinking Cancel. You know, it's interesting. I was actually thinking Cancelo as well. I actually wanted Captain Cancelo <laughs> so bad because um, that would just be an easy twelve. So that's twenty-four without having to do anything. Now nice. the challenge was. I think Liverpool have to attack Manchester United, right? They have to go for it because they are three points behind Man U directly. They are at home. Um, And quite frankly, if they want to win the league, they have to win this game because if they draw, then they they have to hope someone else stops Man U from keeping the gap, right? So I don't don't think Liverpool are the team that will wait for someone else to give them the opportunity. They'll just take it from themselves. Mm -hmm. And so that's why, yeah. Right, and technically they're still the strongest side. You exactly, know, exactly. Uh, yeah, that's, that's legit. And that's probably why, uh, my, I thought of it subconsciously, you know, just Salah by default. I never really thought of uh, the league positions and, and stuff. However, uh, you know, it's still Manu and Burnley, so mm-hmm. those are not the easiest uh, fixtures. Mm-hmm. 
for Cancelo, the only problem with Cancelo is he just might not start one of the games. Yep. You know? Yeah, because he's been playing. Been, exactly. He's been playing a lot. Uh, even though Pep did say that Cancelo was one of those players that can play the next day after he plays 90 minutes. Did, mm. you, did you see that? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was talking about a bunch of his players as well. Like, um, you know, people that mm-hmm. he just he just likes. Even Diaz do the same thing. Like, he eats well. Right. Um, You know, he, he mm-hmm. lives 24 hours for the game. So, yeah, he was talking about those right. guys and he likes he likes those kind of guys. So that's why he's been playing them mm-hmm. consistently. I don't think he has even... Um, the last time Cancelo did not play was in game week nine um, or game week 10, I should say. So that's been a while ago now. Every other time mm-hmm. he has played the full thing. And I'm also okay playing Cancelo because in Cancelo's case, he either plays or doesn't. He's not one of those that comes on. So... Right. In terms of captaincy, though, yeah. Hurt, right? yeah. That's the problem with Cancelo because I have him on my team. Mm-hmm. He's just... You know, I don't want my captain to not play one of the games. Mm. Um, or if I'm going to captain, I'll probably lean more to Diaz. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. So in that case, like if, if, you, if I had Diaz then you know, Diaz would be a good captaincy choice. I also like Cancelo because he actually is attacking. Like I think in the last game, the game against Brighton, he was attacking. He was able to put in some crosses. Um, I, I really like, if not that Walker was back, I wish Walker had COVID again. So that like, we know for sure. <laughs> you know for sure. <laughs> I know it's bad and I'm sorry to Walker's family, but man, <laughs> we need points. <laughs> Yo, bro, I feel you now, man. FPL, FPL is gonna have you wishing a lot of different things. Honestly, honestly, I'm just like, yo, honestly, some some guys really need to catch COVID so that some main guys will play. Like Cavani, for example, needed to have COVID so that when he's back from his ban, Martial plays up top. But, you know, we'll leave that as fast. It's lucky for him. Okay, maybe, maybe not, not even have COVID. Just be around. You yeah. Know, yeah. So that it's small. Yeah. And then, <laughs> you know, I feel you. Yeah. yeah, so it's one of those. But I think I'm just going to leave it on Salah as, as usual. I've already made my decision. I don't want to. I think it's, I'll leave it till Saturday yeah. and then I can now worry about the next game week after that and just keep making my moves in that way. So, um, yeah, in terms of that, um, oh yeah, last thing to also mention, Vardy is now also, um, he's no longer yellow. I think he had like a warning around his thigh or something like that, or his groin or something like that. But he's been rested and Vardy is a, you know, a viable option if you're looking for captaincy choices. Um, he plays um, Southampton at home. Of course, keep in mind, Southampton do not have Danny Ings anymore. And he's also got Chelsea at home. And Vardy is currently the most big name striker in the league in terms of goals against the big six. Um, of course, Chelsea being one of them. Uh, you know, honorary, but Southampton is not. But keep in mind that Southampton has also performed really, really well recently. So uh, I think Vardy will be up to it um, in terms of options for captaincy. Um, in terms of anybody else you're thinking about captain- captaining, um, of course, Harry Kane is also another option. Um, and Hingman Son, just due to Sheffield um, being Sheffield. Uh, of course, they played really well against Newcastle, but I don't see them doing that well against um, Spurs. They might come out though. What do you think? I think... Um, yeah, I mean... I mean, uh, let me cut you off, but like, yeah, yeah. you know, um, first, if we're, if we're really, really, you know, putting aside everything else and just facing the fact, the fact states that, you know, Spurs are just not all that great mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. You know, I, the, the, the only, the only thing about Spurs that is a constant is that their points come from Kane and Spurs. They're talking, I'm sorry, I'm not nice fun. Yeah. Talking points. You know, they don't distribute their attacking points. If they score two goals, you know, Kane and Son has something to do with them. Yeah. You know, that's why it's good to keep them. But overall, they're just not that team, 
that we thought they were. That's that's what that's just the fact, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and that that being said, uh, you know, I'm Sheffield. The Sheffield game is a very crucial game because they have to make a statement, in my opinion. Yeah. They have to. If you after coming off a draw from Fulham, yeah. Uh, you know, you're supposed to win the league or be contending. You have to really, really like make a statement here. So. Yeah, yeah, we'll for see. sure. Especially considering Pochettino just got his trophy. Um, <clears throat> you know. <laughs> <laughs> To that. Yeah, I mean, you have to you have to link it in there some way somehow. Um, but yeah, I mean, considering you know just how many weeks ago they were like looking like they were going to go top of the league, now they've like lost what yeah. two in the last six uh, Premier League games. Obviously, Leicester and Liverpool, um, and then of course now even um, drawing at Fulham. That to me is just a little disappointing. But um, yeah, so we'll see. Mind you, of course, being the team in the most informed team. Um, other than Manchester City. So the Manchesters are really coming at it. Um, and obviously Spurs yeah. have to catch up. So um, captaincy choice, of course, is also Bruno. Um, this is his second blank in an away game since joining Man U, period. So, you know, yeah. you, you know that Bruno is an away player for sure. Obviously, even as well as being at home, but even better on the road. So, um, you know, interesting thing, interesting to mention also, Pogba in that black and white jersey, the two games he has played in that jersey, he has scored both times. So, dude, what is that? How do you even? Yeah. 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 That black and white does something for Pogba, and of course, if Liverpool is going to play in red because they are the home team, what's my going to show up in black and white? If Pogba in the third game scores again, you know it's like it's a thing. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, Pogba is another choice too because Pogba could easily score in this one uh, when they're black and white. And, you know, at that point, you know, agenda, agenda, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, maybe maybe it's a sign he should go back to UV, but just saying, you know, black and white suits Pogba clearly. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, it's random because, like, I was just looking at it and I was like, okay, so Pogba's only scored in two games um, all season. And the two games really way in the black and white jersey like that's just is a random thing to you discover sometimes yeah, you're just I'm looking at stuff very interested at the same time actually i, I want to take a second talk about uh what um yeah before uh we end the podcast yeah, because yeah. these guys i believe have the i wouldn't say the easiest fixtures because you know west ham is not the best game yeah but the fixtures are really good especially mm. defensively yes you know so you know it begs the question um, if I had, if I, if I really had my way, I would have two Western defenders with this because they've been defending very well. Yes. Uh, but I have one, and we'll see how that goes. But these fixtures are looking good for them. Yeah, I actually thought of, instead of getting my target, I really thought about getting Craig Dawson at four point five. Um, but my challenge is um, because all of a sudden Dawson is playing instead of Balbuena, and I'm not sure why. <laughs> Um, Ogbonna would be the better starter to get, but he's 5.0. Um, so, yeah, f- you know, I'm not going to pay 5.0 for a West Ham defender. I'm, like, unless it's Fabianski, there's like, there's hardly a reason to pay five for, um, West Ham, except of course, Cresswell, who actually is attacking. Yeah. 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 Cresswell's attacking all though, right? Yeah. That's yeah. So, so that's why like Cresswell has what, six assists already on the season. So like, yeah, he has he has six assists already on the season. That's like right oh, up there with Luka Dean. Yeah, for from defense. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, that's the most in the league. So it's Dean Cresswell and Robertson 
for assists um, from defenders? Well, that's not being the Premier League though, because in Premier League he has only three. Who? I think it's six overall. Who? Cresswell? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, oh, FPL, FPL assists. FPL assists? Six, yeah. Six? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, six. That's so, um, yeah, so unless unless you want to spend that money for Cresswell, of course, but for me, I cannot justify paying five point something for Cresswell. But again, keep in mind, um, he is worth every penny. I'm not even going to debate, debate that. If you go for yeah. Cresswell, it's just, um, obviously in the two game weeks against Burnley and West Brom, I don't want to then have to sell out um, Cresswell because obviously after that they have Crystal Palace, then it's Liverpool. Um, but again, it's still decent fixtures and I think they would just probably just pack the bus against Liverpool. But in my own view, yeah. um, I cannot spend that much extra for a West Ham defender. I'd rather have Kufal and maybe uh, a Dawson if Dawson plays, but I don't know if Dawson will play. I don't know if Babuena will play. Maybe I'll do some research to see um, last minute just for those um, that are about it. But yeah, I'm surprised because Dawson hasn't played all season either. And I don't know if it was due to injury or what have you, but he just randomly started playing. Um, yeah. And so that's why I'm like, yeah, I, I think I'm just going to relax on Dawson. Um, so yeah, that's part of why. But West Ham, is just true that they have probably best fixtures from a you know game perspective? It's Burnley right. and um, West Brom. Um, Suchek is a great one to have. Um, Dawson, maybe. Um, Cresswell, if you have him, don't sell. And of course, um, Sufal would be another one. Fabianski at 5.1. I think he's still yellow in FPL. And I think it's, it's sure that he's injured. He's good to go. Is he? You confirmed? I, from, from what I've seen, yeah. um, he's back in training and all that. So. Yeah. I mean, back in training is one thing, but then maybe he's self-isolating too. That's another thing that's annoying, right? So, um, no, and, that's true. Yeah, um, he didn't have COVID though. He didn't have COVID? Right? So is he, is he one of those that like you need to, yeah, because it's yeah, thigh injury. He got, he got injured uh, during the warm-up. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So, and he's already back in training. So, Fair yeah. Enough. Fair enough. Hopefully, maybe I'm just hoping out loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I think you had him and you sold him, or did you buy him back? Oh, I never sold him. I just he's there. Oh, you still have him? Oh, Madu. <laughs> ah, well, I mean, in that case, then good luck, my dude, because I don't know how. Oh yeah, because you okay? Yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why I didn't see it because you had a free hit this game week, so he's going to come yeah, back the game week after. Correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, well, I mean. <laughs> In that case, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if he ends in tears, <laughs> you don't see, bro. Hey, I, I'm, about, I'm at that point right now. Um, just because of consecutive disappointments, uh, to be honest, I'm ready for more disappointments because it is what it is. Mm-hmm. We just, you know, we grind to the end, man. <laughs> yeah. So. Maji, good luck in the next game week. Maybe it'll be better than the one to come. Um, also, good luck with your captaincy choice. Me, I'm riding Captain Salah until further notice. Um, and then maybe until <laughs> So, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Um, obviously, Captain Cancelo is is very tempting. Very, very tempting. But, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. All right. On that note, I wish you all a good luck in the next game week. I'll catch you again next week. All right. Peace. Out. Peace.